Hi friends, it's Elisa Keaton, the founder of Revelation Wellness and your host for this episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. And today I bring to you Gretchen Saffles. Gretchen has written a book called The Well-Watered Woman, Rooted in Truth, Growing in Grace, and Flourishing in Faith. And here's the funny thing, Gretchen and I go pretty far back. I know her, but don't know her. I know her of when we used to attend blogging conferences. Remember when we would go to blogging conferences and learn how to like, man, now's the time the internet sees, talk about Jesus and all the places. Well, Gretchen took that to heart. Uh, Again, I don't remember her. I remember her, but I didn't know her at that time. But I remember when I knew her, she had a dream. She had a dream, she had an idea, and she felt like the Lord was calling her to do something that she really didn't even know how to do, but she knew she was called. And so in obedience, she did it. And she put out a journal to uh, some, to to, like young women to help them get interested in the word of God again. And you guys, it blew up, it blew up. And before you know it, she's got this great big old ministry. Go follow on Instagram. We'll put it in the show notes. Um, and be encouraged. She just leads women through the word. And she has done this in this book, The Well-Watered Woman. She's gonna use her own personal story of surrender and help us get hungry to know God, but not just to know him, but enjoy him and seek him and follow him into paths of freedom. It's a beautiful book, really well done. Highly encourage it. For those of you who are like, I need to get my appetite back for the word of God. And here's what you have heard me said, we are not languishing for lack of scripture information or knowledge. We have access to it. We're languishing because we don't know how to process it. We're not doing something with it. We're not putting it into action and breaking it down and stretching it and bending it and applying it to our lives. And that's why what she has done and what you are doing here partner so very well. And not to mention, in line with this thought of a journal, that is why I created the Move and Love Journal. That is a daily journal you can use to activate the Word of God in your life and how you live it out in your thoughts, in your emotions, in your body, and with the dreams and desires God has placed in you. So if you don't know about that journal, I'm gonna put it in the show notes because in line with what Gretchen has released into the world is, which started as a journal, which is now this book, I wanted you to know about this journal that we created because in writing things down, something moves inside of us. Y'all have heard me do that podcast about the power of writing it down um, with our gal, Allie. This matters. So I'm gonna give you all the tools today. Figure out or find out where to go get Gretchen's book on all the places in Amazon, anywhere places books are sold. And again, the Move and Love Journal is also over on Amazon and the link is in the show notes. All right, friends, you are amazing and you Look good in freedom. Keep it on. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. Friends, today I'm excited to introduce you to a new friend, someone who is declaring a message in a time like this that we need to hear. Um, have the author, uh, Gretchen Saffel, and the founder of Well-Watered Women. Um, she has authored a book called that, The Well-Watered Woman, Rooted in Truth, Growing in Grace, and Flourishing in Faith. Gretchen, I'm so excited to have you here. Thanks for coming. Yes, I am so thrilled to be here. I love your community and what you're doing. Yeah, we were just talking, you guys, beforehand. We have a little bit of history um, back in the day, day of the Influence Network. Let's give a little <laughs> shout out to um, Jess and Haley back in the... Remember, remember when we used to go to blogging conferences and things like yes. that? Yes. <laughs> I love you. it. 
I don't feel as old as the the word blogs tells me I am. Anyways, um, so <laughs> we, yeah, she knew, we, I guess our paths crossed then. So she's familiar yeah. with you guys and what we're doing around here. But um, tell us more. Tell us who you are, Gretchen. Introduce yourself to this community. And, and, and I'd love to also know how well-watered women, how that started for you and when it started for you. Yeah, absolutely. So like you said, my name is Gretchen. I am wife to my husband, Greg, for eight years. We have two precious little boys, Nolan and Haddon. Nolan's five and Haddon is two. So our hands are pretty full with them at home. Mm. And I am passionate about equipping women to know Jesus more through the word. If Mm. that is the only thing I was able to do for the rest of my life is just share with women about Jesus and open their eyes to the beauty and the wonder of who he is and how the gospel affects our everyday life, I would just be overjoyed. And that's what I seek to do. So Well-Watered Women actually has a crazy story. And when I go back, and actually you were talking about those influence network days, Uh it was actually different back then. So after my husband and I got married, I had majored in fashion merchandising in college with the desire to um, create a modest clothing line to reach girls. And I had all of these kind of big dreams of moving to New York or LA and um, even styling movie stars and things like that. And yep, after college, the Lord ended up leading me to work at a local church. And at first I said, no. Um, I know. What is that with fashion, Lord? Yeah, that is not what I'm supposed to do. Um, (laughs) But he made it very clear this was the next step. So I moved there, ended up working in women's ministry at that church where I met my husband. And he and I got married not long after that and moved to Knoxville, Tennessee. And when we moved there, that was when I was thinking, okay, I'm going to start doing some of this fashion stuff. But my mom actually was really, really sick in ICU didn't know if we, we didn't know if she was going to walk or see again. Mm. And during that time, and this is just, this is right during our honeymoon. So the mm. very first months of marriage, we walked into true trial and suffering and mm. God used that mm. time to kind of shake me up and, and redirect my path. And Greg and I also realized, you know what, this life is so short. We're not just going to chase after these things that even seem safe and comfortable. And so after spending time in prayer and just dreaming big together, I started a ministry called Life Lives Beautifully, which is what it was when we were um, doing the Influence Network. What was it then? Was it just a website? What was it? Yep. It was part website, part shop. It was an Etsy shop. So I created necklaces for missions. I, we had no money because we were newlyweds. So (laughs) anybody else out there, we had no money. And so people would find things at garage sales and go here, Gretchen, do you want to make something out of this? Cause I didn't have money to, to do anything. Right. And so, I mean, I would take scraps of fabric or buttons. I just, whatever I could to try to make something to get some cash to actually, um, you know, get something printed. So that's what I did for that first year, but I came to sort of a stepping stone where I felt so dried up in my walk with the Lord. And I remember opening my journal. I have journaled since middle school Mm. and opening my Bible and going, I don't even know how to study the Bible. Like Mm. I grew up in a Christian home. I even went to a Christian school and when Mm. I would open my Bible, I felt so overwhelmed and so lost. Mm -hmm. And then I also felt this striving in my soul. I wanted to prove (sighs) myself to the world. And this is something that I'm sure we'll talk more about this. It goes back to my high school and college years and college. I had a very bad eating disorder. Mm. 
Mm. that was a breaking point in Mm -hmm. my life. And, and so through all of that, I knew I needed God's word and I Mm. wanted to be in God's word, but I didn't know how. Mm. And that's where God um, planted the seed in my heart to create a quiet time journal for women. And I had no clue. I just want you to know. I don't know how to do that. It's the I have best. no Tell, clue. All of those people all day long who have no clue, they're the best oh, because they get oh. fully inspired, but it's only the Lord. So keep, keep oh, going. 100%. So, yeah. so I started thinking through, um, I'm not the only woman who struggles with this. And yeah. I don't know of a quiet time journal for women that would help them study the word and get excited to study the word. So I just began dreaming and writing down things. And it just so happens that the college girls, um, I led a group of college girls in Bible study. One of the girls came that week. It was a new girl. And she said, I'm a graphic design major. And I was like, all right, Lord. So I met with her and said, I've got this idea. I don't even have any money to do this, but I've got this idea. Um, I don't know how to design it. I can sketch something out. So she taught me how to, some of the design stuff. I bought a little course online and made this journal, and um, I could only what was it called? 50. The Give Me Jesus Journal. That's actually what it's still called today. Is it still available today? It is, yes. On, that like is Amazon, the, you get it. You published so you, it, right? Yeah. we. Um, that's one of the main things that we do is we publish this quiet time journal for women. You can find it at Well Watered Women, okay. um, shop.wellwateredwomen.com specifically for the shop. And so it I sold out that first 50 because that's all I could afford. Um, And since then, we have sold thousands and thousands of them all over the world. And God used that to shape the ministry. And I I still, I honestly say this, it has been um, seven years since then. And I still don't know what I'm doing. But God leads. He leads and directs, you know, because every twist and turn, every next step is a new learning curve. Yeah. There's new opportunities. Yes. Um, even failure is a huge part of the success of obedience. Always. God didn't call us to be successful and to do things right the first time. We right. To love him with our whole heart, soul, mind, and strength. And yes. so as the journal started to take off, that's when I knew that the Lord was shifting the name of the ministry. And we renamed it to Well Watered Women, which comes Good from name. Isaiah 58, 11. Mm. Um, and it's this beautiful promise where God is talking to Israel and he's saying, I didn't call you to a fast and to a life of just religious doing. Mm. I have called you to the true fast mm-hmm. and the true fast is loving God and, and serving others because of our love for him and living sacrificially. And when we do that, he says that we will be like a well-watered garden, like right. a spring of waters whose waters never fail. And ultimately that well is Christ. Right so that now. is kind of, yeah, that is, that, that's kind of it in a nutshell. That's amazing in eight short years and like a hard pivot from, I'm going to go do some fashion, but yes. that, that turn using life as the reality of what life is about losing a loved one or having that really puts things in perspective and then bang, he just takes you in this whole new <laughs> journey and trajectory. But I think it's so important the, I mean, I get why the Lord has exploded it so much because people need the word. They're, yeah. they're perishing without the word. And and yes. you can have the word, right? Be a Christian, have gone and heard it, but not know how to grab it for yourself. How yes. to encounter God in the word, not just know the word. Like I always come back that Jesus, even Jesus um, rebuked the, the, fair, the, the religious people of the day that they knew yeah. the word. 
you know it, but you refuse to come to me. So yeah. you're, the process of journaling and engaging with the word, I'm sure it was just, it, it watered people's soul. It gave yes. them a way to make it taste and see <laughs> that yes. the Lord is good, not just read and hear, actually yeah. process through it. So I think we're living in a time where people are dehydrated, malnourished. Yes. So it makes sense that the word, you, you threw a little something out there to help them, a seed to help them with the word and bang, yeah. it's off and yeah. going. It's yeah. so good. It's, it's ultimately, you know, I think it's first Corinthians that God planted and he is, you know, we plant, yeah. but he's the he's one who the waters water. and he brings the growth. And mm-hmm. the same is true in our spiritual life. When we are reading the word, it's mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit that comes and waters mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. word in our souls so it can become mm-hmm. deeply rooted and then it can grow mm-hmm. up and flourish. And that flourishing impacts every aspect Everything. of of what we do. And and that's what you do. Your passion is um, for women and men to take care of the bodies that God has given them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God's word affects that. Totally. I mean, it completely affects that. A hundred percent. And I think the big thing is I won't want people to ta- tap the word or tape the word onto their fitness, that it's actually because the word is getting in them that they're motivated, expanding, taking up space or being st- like they're more in touch with what does the Lord want to do right now? Because whatever it is he wants to do right now, he wants to do through me. The word is active yeah. and alive. What did I read this morning that can actually continue to be flushed out of me. Cause I think, yeah. I think we can be spiritually fat in the sense that we just eat mm. word and consume it yes. more teaching, more teaching, but it has to be expressed. It has to get obedience that talking about failing. Like you got to go yeah. try. And I've, I'm hundred percent convinced that there's no failing in the kingdom. There's no such thing as failure. I use the acronym yeah. fail as frequent attempts in learning, right? Mm-hmm. You're I love not going to know it right out of the gate. You're supposed right. to, need the Lord and, and walk with him there. But when you feel like you have fallen or quote failed, it's a posture of humility that continues to check our heart of what was my motive? Was my motive for self-glorification or vain conceit, whatever, which is so beautiful. He, he's too kind to give us what we want if the blessings would break us, right? Like he's not going to give it. So every process we feel of quote failure is just his, his loving, he's just loving us. It's that part of our spiritual growth too. Mm-hmm. Growth is not something, you know, when you're growing, uh, there's a lot of plant imagery in the book. And so when you're growing a plant, the only way that it can flourish, and Jesus tells us this in John 15, is through the pruning and the cutting back Amen. and through the winter season, the spring, the, you know, summer and fall. Each right. one of these seasons is vital for the plant's health and its growth. And it's the same in our yeah. own life. But sometimes those things that you were talking about, um, what I love, what was your acronym for failure? Frequent, frequent attempts in learning. Frequent. Frequent. I love that so much because isn't that just our walk with the Lord? Right. Like we are constantly learning and growing. The disciple means to be a learner. To be a disciple means to be a learner. So it doesn't mean be a knower. (laughs) Yeah. You have to learn it and then you become Mm. it and then you teach it and it, expands. So good. Okay. So then let's talk about this book. When the book that is about, it's going to come out April 6th. You guys, when you're hearing this, you can pre-order it. We want you to go pre-order it. We'll talk about that at the end, but how did the book come about and what is the, what was the, you know, the reason for the book? Yeah. So the book is the, it's the heartbeat of this ministry, the message. Mm -hmm. Um, It's the heartbeat of scripture in Christ Mm -hmm. and, and following his life. 
so that we can live that abundant, flourishing life that he came to give us. And so the whole reasoning for the book comes from my experience, from my struggle, from my story of living a life of striving mm. and, and yet chasing after things in this world, knowing that Christ, he's right there as the well of living water offering me everything that I could ever need. And yet the things of this world can be so alluring That's that we funny. think, oh, but if I just have more success, more money, if I have this mm-hmm. waistline, mm-hmm. If I have um, a child, a husband, whatever it mm-hmm. is, that I'll finally be satisfied. And so I lived that and I would get one of those things. I would, you know, achieve one of those things. And every time I was like, wow, that was really disappointing. The thing that I looked forward to the most, and I mentioned earlier, so I'm going to bring this up, Mm -hmm. my eating disorder in college. Mm -hmm. And, and I want to note here that I had been a Christian for, um, let's see, 13 years at that point. Mm -hmm. I grew up in a Christian home. I knew God's word Mm -hmm. yet. I still fell for the lies that Satan was telling me that, Mm -hmm. um, that I needed to be perfect and I needed to be this certain size to be loved by somebody. Mm -hmm. And so even in that season, I fell into this dried up trap of chasing a number on the scale. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I lost, um, I lost about 50 pounds. 50 pounds um, from even from what I am right now. And I remember being the size that I thought would bring me joy Mm -hmm. and it brought brokenness. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing for the first time, because when you're in a state like that, your eyes no longer see a healthy picture. They no longer see the truth. They see a lie. And I saw myself and I saw the brokenness and I saw my need for the gospel and for my savior in a fresh way. And I just remember weeping on my bathroom floor in my college apartment, weeping over my brokenness, over my need for Christ. Mm. And the healing process took a long time because I was not only healing my mind and my heart, but it was my body and my soul. Mm. And yet God was so faithful to use his word, to use um, the ministry of his people mm-hmm. to come alongside me. And I want other women to experience that freedom. Mm-hmm. I want them to know that the things of this world are never going to satisfy them like no. Christ will for eternity. Yeah. Yeah. They really don't have to hustle and hurry and strive and, and try to have more and to be yeah. more yeah. because all of those things fall flat at the end of the day. A number will never be enough. They're infinite. So, you know, the higher the number that you get or the lower, whatever it is that you're wanting, it's never enough because numbers are infinite. infinite. That is such a good, um, write that down. Yes. Yes. That's such a good observation. Yeah. But you know what else is infinite? God. We were made to find our soul's rest, our identity in him. Mm. So the infinite of numbers never satisfies, but the infinite of who God is is what brings us satisfaction. It's why we remain. It's to enjoy him and to live that well-watered, abundant life that has been made possible through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Man, preach. Wow. Okay. Now, everyone that's listening, I know is you're turning them on. They're, they're like, yes, I want more word. Yeah. I want more yeah. word. Okay. Tell them in practical things. Like you sat down and like, I don't know how to study the word. What would you say to that girl? And give us practical things. Like what are things they can do to help 
make the word come alive for them and not so abstract? Yes. So first of all, I want to encourage you that if you struggle to open up your Bible and you don't know where to start, that you're not alone. You're not alone. (laughs) And you're also not without hope because there's so many amazing resources out there to help us get handles on scripture. Hmm. And so one of the first things that I want to encourage you to do is to understand the bigger picture of the Bible. And it can be broken down into four different things, Mm -hmm. creation, fall, redemption. And um, there's different things that people use at the end. They either say restoration or consummation. Okay. And a book that I would highly recommend that's a great place to start is Women of the Word by Jen Wilkin. It is a wonderful place for women to start to really grasp this bigger picture of the Bible. Okay. And so creation, we see God creating the heavens and the earth. He made all things. They were good. They were for his glory. Man and woman were created to enjoy fellowship with him. Mm-hmm. And yet we go to the fall when don't, Satan- Don't you get sad though sometimes that there's only two chapters about the creation? Like I want to know more. What was it like? Did we go to the bathroom? Like all these questions I, I have, like what did we do with that? <laughs> I want to, I'm fascinated by the beauty of what God created, but no, you're right. We go right in, we're by chapter three, the fall. And if you think about a lot of the book is covered in the fall. Uh, there's more chapters in the old Testament than the new Testament. And yeah. I know the new Testament is the redemption. But there's a lot there. And I think that's Old Testament part sometimes overwhelms people. It can be really overwhelming, but it's helped me to be able to take a step back and Mm -hmm. to know, one, to ask questions about what's the context, what's the culture, what are the things that are happening here? And Mm -hmm. one of the things that we do um, in the Give Me Jesus Journal is we always ask the question, what is this passage teaching me about God? What is it teaching me about who he is? And so whether I'm in, Exodus or first John or revelation or Genesis, God's character is the same in all of scripture. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people can detach God and go, Oh, but he's like this in the old Testament and like this in the new Testament. But when I begin to grasp that the old Testament and the new Testament are woven together Mm -hmm. seamlessly, Mm -hmm. it changed the way I read and understand the Bible. Mm -hmm. And so I would encourage that person as well to start reading through whole books of the Bible. And I think that when you're just starting, it can be easy to do the whole flip through like, I'm just going to open up hopefully towards the middle and it'll be a Psalm that I understand. Mm. And, and so we kind of pick and choose different Mm. things out of the Bible to read. And it's confusing because Mm -hmm. it's not meant to be read like that. Mm -hmm. Um, It's written in a specific order. The books are ordered a certain way. And and it's not chronological too. It's not a front to back book, which messes with our mind. Yeah. Right. Yep. It it 100% does. And when we're reading a, a book of the Bible, that, author who was inspired by God has a whole message and a whole purpose for that specific book or letter. And so I would also encourage the person um, who's listening to this to pick one book of the Bible. Maybe you just start with one of the gospels and read through that book. Don't Mm. skip around. Mm. Um, Read through just that book, asking Mm. yourself those questions. What is this teaching me about God, who is Mm. the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So Mm -hmm. what is this teaching me about the fullness of who he is? Mm -hmm. And how does this change the way that I live? How does this impact my thinking when I exercise, when I eat, when I go to work, when I change diapers, when I get dressed in the morning? How does this impact me? 
Because I think we can also detach ourselves when we read scripture and go, okay, well, that's good. And I'm just going to move on with my day. Right. Hearers of the word rather than what am I to do now that I know what I've learned about God today? Yes. But how does it change me? If you think about it, those words, the words that we read in scripture, oh my word, they are transformative. Amen. Uh, They are transformative. And when we believe in Christ, we have the Holy Spirit in us who empowers us to do the word, to not just be hearers, to be people who are changed by it. Yep. People who no longer are living the dried up, keep trying, never getting their kind of life, but rather people who live the well-watered, abundant, free, Mm. secure Mm. life in Christ. And Mm. that is the life that's going to change the world around us. What's your vision for a well-watered woman? Who is she? She's a woman who loves Christ with all her heart, soul, mind, and strength. Her Mm -hmm. identity is not in the things that she does or says. It's not in her past, in the failures. And I'm putting quotes around this since people can't see that. And in her past mess ups, her identity is in Christ who has redeemed all Mm -hmm. of those things for his glory. She is secure in who he is. And she knows that her life is for his glory. She's a woman who lives not just for the temporary satisfaction of today, and she doesn't chase after numbers and money and success and all of these things, but she's faithful and joyful in the little things, Mm. knowing that even in these little things that we do every day that nobody ever sees, nobody Mm. sees you brushing your teeth. They don't see you doing your laundry. Mm. They don't see you taking care of your kids. Those things matter to God. Mm. And, Mm. And she's a woman who, when she faces adversity, and trial and suffering and, and wow. all of the things that come yeah. at us in life, she holds on to Christ because he has held on to her. Mm-hmm. And that when her world seems to be falling apart, his word and the gospel holds it together. together. Come on. So she is not the perfect woman. And I want to say that like as loud as I can <laughs> because perfection on this earth, we talked about the fall a second ago. It doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. Even as a Christian, that we have been sanctified by Christ. And -hmm. and now when God looks at us, we have Christ's perfect record here. Mm. But not until we go to be with him Mm -hmm. will we experience that total perfection. And so it's not about becoming someone. It's not become, you know, we we look at the Proverbs 31 woman and think, oh, she's so perfect. I could never attain her. You've missed the point of that passage. (laughs) The point is that she fears the Lord. That's yeah. the whole like apex of that passage, the climax. Yeah. She fears the Lord. Yeah. That's who this woman is. And I have been around women like this before. And I tell you what, it doesn't matter what they look like. It doesn't matter how much money they have or what they do. There is something so refreshing, so beautiful, totally. so inspiring about those women because it's Christ in them. That's who the well-watered woman is. It's not about becoming someone. It's about knowing someone, the one who changes everything, who is Christ. Okay. Well, everyone, your book just sold in our community because <laughs> we are hungry and thirsty for this. We're talking about this. is we're, we're dehydrated and malnourished. We've never had more access to the word of God yet feel so dry and malnourished and and hungry. Mm. But uh, the Lord is doing a new work. He's doing a a new work in the earth. And 
And I am so grateful, Gretchen, that he called you, um, that our paths have crossed. And I cannot con can ask, tell people enough to go get this book because I think you're going to find tools that you need to continue to grow in God's word. And I want to make it real clear in this community, if you've never heard it before, and I know we're using the body here because your body is telling you messages and you're seeing media yeah. messages. There's a lot, kind of interestingly enough, where you know you started thinking, I think I want to do fashion because it's something you could right. tangibly see and maybe help with, which there's a place yes. for that. The Lord pivoted you to like know the word. Revelation Wellness, if you are being met here in any way, it's because of the word of God, mm -hmm. because of every podcast you're listening to, revving the words, be still. It's a, the word of God that's changing and yeah. trying to penetrate your heart. Um, and then grateful. We're grateful that you show up to move your body and do and, and activate in some way. But yeah. everything comes down to the word of God. Heaven and earth will fall away but his yes. word will stand forever. You will yes. stand before him knowing his name, not in just idea because you've mm -hmm. lived him out in, in heart, mind, soul, and strength. So yeah. any tools that we can give you guys community, we want to get into your hand. And that's why we thought let's get Gretchen on the show. So Gretchen, before you go, three rapid fire questions. Yes. Um, just for funsies. Uh, you guys, I don't know if you know, uh, Gretchen's getting over COVID right now, but you look yes. beautiful. <laughs> You're, Thank you. I'm sure maybe 13 days ago, not so much. I, I was going to say, even now, I still feel a little bit, oh, but. Oh, obviously, fantastic. Well, the Holy Spirit's all over you. Okay. Um, rapid fire. Favorite way to move your body? I go to a boot camp um, in my neighborhood. I love it. Is so it like much. a boot camp that your neighborhood is just pop-up shop or is it an actual place? It's it's an actual place. Okay. And I love doing things in person with people um, because I am so moved by other people. Yep. Mm -hmm. And um, there's just something about being able to cheer on each other yeah. and push myself yeah. limits that I didn't think I could do. I mean, I'm like, wait, high school was a long time ago. Like my body shouldn't be able to do this anymore. <laughs> oh girl, let me and tell so, you. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, that, and then the other thing would be bike riding. Me and my family. Me too. Me oh, it's so too. It's so wonderful. Like if people don't have a bike, I know you may be like, I don't know. Go get a bike. You will, you'll feel like a kid again. It's the best. You can, you can go so long and get a great workout and mm. just explore and you feel free. Don't you, you do. feel you free feel on the a bike? Wind in, you feel the wind in your hair. You're moving at a pace that isn't like too rapid, but it's faster than you can go if you were running. Yeah. Um, but it's also bilateral stimulation. So it's left, yes. right, left, right. Yep. And you've got the, all this sensory of, of the world moving around you at a little faster pace. I, I'm convinced it's, I call it my therapy bike. I don't, yes. I never go on my bike necessarily. I do have a road bike, which is kind of more of a workout bike. But even then, yeah. I just refuse to let the joy be stolen from me. Yes. Of the feeling of moving through space. But it was that way for me as a kid too, to get on my bike as a kid. Yeah. I was like, I'm free. So, okay. Yep. yep. Love that. All right. Favorite pair of um, your yoga active wear or favorite line brand that you like to wear? I am. I have never branched out and bought something really nice. So I'm like, I've got some old Navy pants, yoga pants. That Girl, okay. when you sell this book and you get your first royalty check, cause it's going to blow up. You go to Lululemon. You hear me? <laughs> you I go or Athleta something. Mother-in-law has told me she's like, "You just will never go back once it you is hard. try on Lululemon." It's, and yes, I, 
I really need to. You just get one pair. You start with your one starter pair. Even if you have to wash it every day and every night, hang it up. Because yes. that stuff will last. You will not okay. like the difference between, oh, this is, it's kind of, like, it's like spanks of workout wear. It just works really well. But uh, some people don't like it as much as Athleta. But I would say, anyways, okay. who am I, I to will say? Look into if that. Old Navy's working though for everyone, keep it going. <laughs> This Not is the wisdom you were, you're imparting to me. <laughs> and, and I have some old Navy stuff too. It just doesn't last as long and it gets a little stinky faster. So okay, get what you true. pay for. Okay. Coffee, tea, or kombucha. What's your go-to? Coffee. 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 I love coffee. How many cups uh, a day? Two probably. Okay. But, um, and then one decaf normally okay. sans COVID. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm also getting really into tea. I have loved adding mm. tea because there's something about tea that I don't know if it's just a mental thing. Um, it makes me slow down for some oh. reason. When I, when I think coffee, I think get stuff done, go. <laughs> but when I think tea, I think rest and slow down. And so, um, I actually last in, um, actually at the end of 2020 trying to get my years, right. I took a month off because I mm. was so burnt out, so tired mm. and started drinking a lot of tea. And adding that into my life. And mm. for some reason, it, it just has helped me awesome. to pause and to slow mm. down. And so coffee still, but I am, I'm starting to really I love like this. this. Very, very, yeah. very sophisticated of you. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um, and now this question just came to me. I'm like, I want to ask, I'm going to start asking guests this. If you weren't doing what were you were doing, what would you do? Mm. I'd probably be doing fashion. Yeah. Probably yeah, still. 100%. Yeah. Um, I still love that. I actually have a whole nother business idea name, thought and donated everything for a fashion idea. Um, Right now, I don't have the bandwidth to do that, but um, that's something that I still would love to do. So if I didn't do what I'm doing with writing and creating and and stuff like that, I would be doing the exact same thing, just in another way. Um, And that would be through through fashion in some, some shape or form. So good. Okay, everyone, go get the book, Well-Watered Women, Woman, Rooted in Truth, Growing in Grace, Flourishing in Faith. It's available on Amazon pre-order. And if they pre-order now, what do they get? They're going to get three teaching videos. It's over an hour's worth of content. And these teaching videos go even more in depth into the three sections of the book. Um, They offer content that is not in the book as well. So you will get those videos as well as free worksheets available with them and some other fun goodies like art prints and a coupon code to the Well-Watered Women shop as well. Okay. And follow her on Instagram um, and Well-Watered Women on Instagram. It's a fantastic account. So always fill our feed with things that fill us with life. So, so good. All right. Well, Gretchen, thank you for being here. And um, when you write another book or do something anytime, you let us know. I will. Thank you so much for having me. You're so welcome.